Welcome to a special presentation of Behind the Scenes, where Marvel vs. Marvel revisits the production histories of some of your favourite Marvel movies and TV shows and undercovers how they made it to the screen in the first place. If you're joining us for the first time, our full-length episodes are packed with the kind of insight and behind-the-scenes notes on your favourite Marvel movies. This, ladies and gentlemen, this episode, this movie we're covering, is the start of a brand new Marvel Cinematic Universe. A brand new shared universe starts in this movie and with this episode. There's a lot to be chatting about. Will, you are, as ever, the man with the facts and the figures when it comes to Hollywood... What can you tell us about Venom? Oh, what can I tell you about Venom? This is where things get interesting. I, I, I mean, let, okay, let's. Well, first of all, we'll get down to brass tacks, uh, and by brass tacks, I mean pennies. That's what they are. <laughs> so, the budget on Venom, two thousand eighteen. So, it's, this is a very recent budget. Was a hundred to uh, one hundred sixteen million. That's not a lot. That is not a lot. That is not a and lot. And you feel it when you watch the movie, right? It does not feel like an expensive movie, it's, does it's, it? It, it? Especially when it comes to the script. Uh, I think all the money went on Tom Hardy and some CGI. Uh, and the box office from that... <laughs> are you ready for this? <laughs> I, 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 I can't even believe I'm about to say this. 856.1 million. It's insane. That's too much. 800. 56.1 million. That is... Uh, right. Now, obviously, this movie has the benefit of um, Spider-Man Homecoming coming out the year before. Yeah. And the MCU turbocharged and supercharged people's interest in Spider-Man. So it, it does have some benefit from that. But that figure has got to be, for my money, Will, and for everyone else's money, a mm. reflection of people's um, excitement about Venom. Yeah, there is a you lot know, of following that- about Venom. It's, uh, but I, I didn't expect this time to be that much. I mean, you had The Amazing Spider-Man made uh, cost twice as much to make. That was in 2012. Uh, but bought in just under that. I mean, this is insane. I mean, I always, mm. I always considered Venom to be more of a niche character than Spider-Man. You know, not as well known. Let's 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 not forget Tom Hardy is a is a, is a name. He's a name that draws. He, you know, he's a he's a he's got pulling power in more ways than he's one. He's got. Yeah, he's got a box office draw behind him. Um, not like you know, not like someone coming off. Not like, you know, obviously not like Marky Mark. <laughs> um, not like Transformers draw, but, you know, coming off the Dark Knight and mm. and stuff like that. His name is, is out there, is someone to pay attention to. But, yeah, I think that it was deeply deep. I think, 
I think no one would be more surprised than the people that made this movie. <laughs> oh, we've got I've got so much to say about this film. I got so much Let to know. say. So what can you tell us then about about this new I don't know, this new start from Sony Pictures? Well basically <laughs> They meant it because so you got to remember. I, I, I say to you, you got to remember. You know everything. Uh, you got to remember, guys, that uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Even though Spider-Man appears in the MCU, he's still under ownership from Sony, which is why we were mm. really worried that we would never get to see Spider-Man fight alongside the Avengers, and why uh, what led to a very uh, clenching moment. When Sony decided after Spider-Man: Far From Home, they went, "No, you can't, you can't use Spider-Man anymore." There was a fallout, a disagreement in terms of contract, and uh, I tell you, I tell you why. I think a lot of PlayStations got smashed up after that happened. <laughs> a lot of TVs got smashed in. Yeah, I, 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 I was very upset with that, but apparently it's all been sorted. Hopefully, uh, basically, this film Venom was supposed to be in the same universe as Spider-Man: Homecoming. And I guess uh, they're in, by extension, the MCU. No. It wasn't. No. I thought it was. No. No. Okay. So here's what happens. Okay. Sony Pictures announce that Venom will be, you know, in the same kind of universe as Spider-Man Homecoming, adjacent to it, because we own both of them. And so... They don't say MCU, but that's what they mean. Yeah. They're like, hey, guys, well, we can... And then <laughs> Marvel Studios make an announcement that says, mm, <laughs> calm down, calm down, Felicia. <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> this is not a part of the MCU. Sony, you get and cute I know when you, you get excited. I know you haven't said that, but you're trying to leech our, you know, our popularity. We see you. We see what you're doing check your mouth and then sony kind of start to backtrack with this oh well yeah spider-man might appear because we own uh, and marvel put their foot down and say mm, no he's not going to be in that Ooh. movie no they there's a there's a cut scene on the on the editing room floor do you know who's on in the scene who it's spider-man but I thought you were going to say who the actor was playing Spider-Man. Well, Tom Holland, obviously. But it, I'm saying they they shot Tom Holland in a scene to make a guest appearance in this movie. And, uh, yeah, certain lawyers were called and it ended up not going ahead to not sour the relationship with Marvel. Wow. It's a very strange... It's a very strange... So what kind of... What were they hoping to achieve? Then, what kind of universe? What what were they trying to do? I think I think they were just trying to strong arm their way into the MCU. I I think, or they wanted yeah. to. I I think they wanted to ride on the back of the success of Tom Tom Holland Man's uh, Spider Man. Tom Tom Holland yeah. Man. They want. I, I reckon they just wanted to include that so people get more excited and they could just. Sort, I I reckon it was a weird uh, foot in the door that where the door w- wasn't really open. If that makes sense. It's definitely shady. It was incredibly <laughs> dodge. It's it's yeah, but this is not. I mean, the, as this movie is coming out, they're announcing other stuff as well, aren't they? Yeah, this is this is going to be the thing. I, I I think this is because of this happened. It looks <laughs> like it's going to be. 
part of its own mini cinematic universe. Uh, because, of course, you've got the second uh, Venom film coming out. I believe that's next year. Next, allegedly, allegedly, yeah, if, next, next Venom if, films. If the if the world is still here, the world, yeah. well, the world is still here. Have you seen the rates on those on those uh, vaccines? Leave it. Leave it. I know. I'm being hopeful. This is escapism. This is escapism. We're not talking about that. Esca- <laughs> this is a weird... Fo- I want to hear two white lads talk about films. <laughs> that isn't Kermode yeah. and Mayo. Uh- <laughs> this is... Yeah, it's escape. Anyway, so basically, this was going to be its own mini-universe. You, you're going to have uh, Venom sequel next year, and uh, as well as this, they were going to tie in another uh, character, Morbius. This is, yeah, the living vampire. I was going to say uh, living vampire, but I wanted to make sure. I was like, it is Morbius the living vampire, not Mephisto the living yeah. vampire. That's a different one, isn't it? No, no. Um, there's also Silver and Black, which was greenlit and was under production and then halted and then perhaps separated into two films. They were going to take two other Spider-Man supporting characters, Black Cat and Silver Sable. Wow, and have a movie dedicated to them, but that is not happening anymore. Wow. So this was their plan at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. At the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2, Sony Pictures wanted to, because of the success of the MCU, they they do not know what they're doing. They don't understand. They just think you can just keep doing characters, right? <laughs> so they, they look at the one Marvel superhero they've got. Yeah. And yeah. they say... How can we turn one superhero into eight movies a year or four or whatever Marvel are doing? How can we do four movies a year on one character? That is horrible. And their plan was to take all of Spider-Man's supervillains and do movies about them. So they ended. There was this. I don't remember. They showed aspects of the Sinister Six. In in the Amazing Spider-Man two, hmm. and that was the plan. We were going to get a five, six supervillain movies, and then they were like, "Oh!" And so it all got rebooted with uh, with the with the MCU deal. Hmm. Sony's plan didn't change. Now they are committed to making spin-off movies about Spider-Man supporting characters and villains. Without Spider-Man in any of the movies. Morbius, a Spider-Man villain, will not contain Spider-Man. The Venom movie cannot have any connection to Spider-Man. This is this is apparently still their plan. That's, Supporting characters and villains. That's that's the most kneecapped film I've ever heard of. Yeah, we've got a taste of it in this one. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Um, I don't suppose there's any big fans of it out there. I'll tell you what though. Despite despite like eight 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 hundred fifty whatever million dollars made, re- yeah. re- reviews were bad. Reviews yeah. were incredibly bad. This supports a few things, right? Mm. This supports the idea that uh, so so what happens with with movies that that the production company think are bad. They will. will we, we're, we're already in discussion about a couple of these uh, in, with with episodes that are in production further down the line. When a production company sees a finished movie and believe doesn't believe in it and thinks it's bad, they cut the spending for the promotion of the movie, right? Because mm. they don't want to throw good money after bad. 
they resign themselves to the fact that a bad movie cannot make money. That is stupid and insane because, quite frankly, most mo- money-making movies are bad movies. Yeah, I, right. I've seen Transformers too. No, uh, there, are, there, are, there are those tipping points where, like Cats, oh. where all people talk about is how bad the movie is, right? Yeah. But by and large, people go if if the trailer is good. Uh, and it looks interesting or whatever. You go and see the movie, and if it's bad, if they've still got your money, you know, you don't go see it a second time. But that's about it. Uh, what bugs me immensely about this is that eight hundred and fifty-six point one million dollars shows you the appetite for the Venom character. Yeah, if they had just worked harder, <laughs> if they had just done it, imagine if this movie was in the MCU. This could imagine. I, I tell you what, it, the, the jokes would have landed better. Well, not even in the MCU. Forget about that, because I know there are people that perhaps don't like that and want a different tone. Mm-hmm. Fine, fine. I mean, uh, just imagine if they'd worked harder at it. <sighs> it would have um, been brilliant. I, I think it would have been. It would have had to have a lot of uh, Spider-Man in it, though. They would have needed Spider. It would it could, probably could have served as a Spider-Man sequel, like Spider-Man Three did, but without the whole. Oh, we're going to put Venom in at the last minute because that what drives the toy sales. Yeah, uh, and it's a testament to what a fundamentally hugely popular character. Yep, Venom is. Thanks for joining us as we revisit some of our favourite moments from Marvel vs. Marvel. Don't forget our full-length episodes are jam-packed with hours of Marvel trivia, behind the page, behind the scenes, and comic book Marvel history.